the next revenue target is just an arbitrary number that doesn't really mean anything. And I think people assign, you know, success to a certain revenue goal without thinking about, is this the number that's actually going to get me what I ultimately want out of my life? Welcome to Profit and Prosper, a podcast for entrepreneurs who are ready to make some money while doing what they love. On this podcast, we're going to pull back the curtain and talk about all things business and money, but I promise you this is not your typical boring numbers talk. I'm your host, Sarah Young, a CPA and CFO with over a decade of experience in finance, business, and leadership. I'm going to share everything I've learned from helping my clients grow more profitable businesses and keep more of what they earn while growing my own successful business along the way. You'll feel empowered and confident that you too can grow your wealth, live a rich life, and have an impact. Stick with me and you might even start to think that finance is fun. Let's dive in. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. This is our first new episode of 2023, and I'm excited to dive in. But first, I hope that you enjoyed your holidays and you got some time to rest. Um, we had 10 days of no childcare, no daycare, um, and we had a lot of fun as a family, but also it's kind of exhausting, as many of you who are parents probably know. Um, and so I'm kind of excited to come back to work just to just to have, you know, be able to get out of the house and, um, you know, use my brain a little bit, but hopefully you got some time to rest and you are also feeling rejuvenated and excited for what is ahead of you in 2023. So in this first episode, I am actually going to revisit the first ever episode that I recorded for the podcast, which was a CFO's guide to increasing your profit in 2022. And we're just going to update it for 2023. So we'll talk a little bit about what the landscape looks like going into 2023 and go through my high level, go through my framework for how to actually make more money. This is honestly, I'm going to sum up my entire framework start to finish that we use with all of our clients, whether you are a CFO client or you're in my group program. This is the same thing that we go through for everybody, y'all. So I'm going to try to keep it high level. And, you know, if there's any particular step that you would love to hear more about, send me a DM on Instagram at it's Sarah Young and tell me what you want me to dive into more. And we can make a, um, an episode all about that. So my framework really has not changed drastically since, you know, I did the 2022 episode, but we ran multiple more people through my group program. Um, I didn't count before I did this episode, probably like 20 or so, at least 20 people through the program. And then, um, you know, we brought on, I would say, I think almost 30, 30 new clients or more in our done for you services. So it's not that my framework has changed. It's just, I have revamped it, streamlined it a bit, um, to make it, you know, into more of a sequence that I think works for more people. And so I'm excited to dive into that. Plus, of course, layering in some of the things that we're seeing in 2023. The whole point of this episode is I want you to understand that there is a path to get off of the cash flow hamster wheel. I know that a lot of people, when you're in business, you kind of just go. You kind of just decide you're going to start and you start and really don't think about, you know, what is the end goal? What am I here for? And you end up in many cases on what I call a cash flow hamster wheel, meaning 
you're constantly having to make more and more sales and then cash ends up flying out the door or in some people's cases, you just let it pile up in cash in your bank account and you don't know what to do with it and you're not using it to get ahead, which keeps you on the hamster wheel of having to make more and more sales just to keep the cash flow coming in. And so instead, what we're going to think about is how can we design your business, your business model, your offers, um, and then create a plan that helps you build wealth to actually get you what you need so that there's an end goal in sight. Um, and, you know, just be more intentional about your money, which ultimately will, I think, increase the amount of ease and like peacefulness that you have knowing there's a goal, there's something that I'm working toward. So before we dive into my framework of how do you make more money? How do you increase your profits? Let's talk a little bit about what the landscape looks like right now in 2023. So in January, um, it's January, 2023, as I'm recording this right at the beginning of the year. And I would say in the last year, obviously we have gone through times of really high inflation. As I record this, the full 2022 inflation number has not come out, but the latest one from November was around seven, seven and a half percent, I think. Um, usually inflation is two to 3%, 7.5% is quite high. So we all felt that. I, I personally feel like it's lightening up some, um, in part because, you know, gas prices are not as high as they were over last summer. And I feel like in general, you know, we saw with some clients, um, wages having to increase pretty substantially. I feel like things are, you know, flattening out a bit not decreasing back to where they were before, but they're at least not increasing as drastically. And this is purely anecdotal just from my business and clients. So we've been going through a period of inflation, eating up our cash flow. Um, and then, you know, the news has been talking about recession coming for months and months and months. I mean, I think literally since this past summer, people have been saying we're going to go into a recession, but technically, you know, we still aren't in a recession. People are still saying that it's coming in 2023. Um, I have a whole episode on how to recession proof your business or how to plan for a recession. So I won't dive too much into exactly that, but just know that this framework that I'm going to talk you through is the foundation of a good business, of a business that lasts, that can weather a recession, that can weather a downturn. And so all of these are just best practices for whatever, you know, economic cycle we are in. Sort of, again, anecdotally, with the recession or looming recession, what I am seeing in my business and in clients' businesses is not a huge impact for from the recession or potential recession, at least not yet. What I am seeing um, is potentially longer sales cycles, meaning it's not that people aren't making sales. It just seems like, especially for the higher ticket offers, um, it's taking people a little bit longer to decide to, you know, sign the contract, to sign up for the thing. You know, there's also a potential for more late payments coming in from customers and, you know, payment defaults coming through just as other people maybe struggle with their cash flow. And so knowing that that is happening, again, just having a stable business and building up your cash cushion, like I always talk about y'all, is a good idea. Um, and it's also a good time whether this is happening or not, it's a really great time to make sure that your business is diversified. And by that, I mean, making sure that you have offers going into 2023, where, you know, maybe if you, if you only have a high ticket offer, maybe you think about, you know, maybe the high ticket offer is okay, because you only need a handful of clients, and you feel confident you can get that number, whether we're in a recession or not. 
Or maybe you say, hey, maybe there's a way for me to have a lower price level that still makes sense in terms of the time and support and energy that you put into it. But maybe you have that as an option. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. But, you know, I'm thinking about this in my business too, just making sure again that we are diversified so that our, you know, we're not relying on like one source of cash flow coming in because if that one source fails, then the business would go under. It's also a really great time in going into a time of recession. It's actually counterintuitively a great time to make investments. So it's a great time to do some of the things I'm going to talk about in the three phases where we are intentionally making investments to build our wealth, whether that's in your business or not. And the reason it's a great time to make investments is because the price of things is down. And so I know like if the stock market drops, a lot of people are afraid to invest because you're thinking, oh, it's going to drop even more. What if I lose all my money? But especially if you have a long-term investment, buying things when they're cheaper, even if they might decrease in price, you know, over the, the couple of weeks or months after you buy, they're still going to increase in the long term. And it's just a really great time to buy things at a discount. So that goes for your business, too. Um, it might be a great time to make hires if wages are not as you know crazy high as they were in 2022, things like that. So that's the landscape of this year. Um, just kind of keeping all of that in mind as you plan out 2023. Are you ready to create a profitable business and use that cash flow as a fire starter for building your wealth? Since you're listening to my podcast, I'm guessing that you probably do, but maybe you aren't sure exactly how this would work for your business or if it's even possible for you. But listen, I am here to tell you that it is possible because I have worked with so many women business owners who have done exactly that. You can pay yourself a six-figure CEO salary and get yourself out of the feast or famine cycle where you're worrying about cash flow all the time. You can create a profitable business model that allows you to outsource and delegate so you can take time off from your business while still growing to the next level. And you can use that cash flow to start building a seven-figure portfolio of retirement, real estate, or whatever else you're interested in. If you're an established online or service-based business owner who likes some hands-on CFO support to increase your profit margins, build your business to the next level, and grow your net worth using that extra cash flow, then the Millionaire CEO Incubator is exactly for you. The Millionaire CEO Incubator is my signature six-month group coaching and done-with-you hybrid program to help you map out and implement a plan to turn six-figure cash flow into seven-figure wealth. We take on a handful of new clients each month by application. So if you're ready to change your money story, go to profitandprosper.co forward slash apply or the link in the show notes and fill out the quick application. It should take no more than two minutes and we'll be in touch. Now let's get back to the episode. So let's go over the three phases of my overall framework that I use with clients. So the three phases are number one, a million dollar wealth map. Number two, creating a business money machine. And number three, scalable money systems. So those are the three, the three areas that I'd like to focus on. Let's start with the first one, your wealth map. Having a wealth map means you have a plan for where you are going in your business. You know what the end goal is. Instead of doing what a lot of people do, which is just I'm chasing the next revenue goal. In my view, the next revenue target is just an arbitrary number that doesn't really mean anything. And I think people assign, you know, success in air quotes to a certain revenue goal without thinking about, is this the number that's actually going to get me what I ultimately want out of my life? So we know where you're going. We know how much you need to pay yourself both in terms of your personal spending needs, 
you know, to fund your household and your family. But also whatever your retirement goals are, your your net worth goals, like how much money you want to be able to build up in the bank and your lifestyle goals, like how much time you want to be able to work in the business. Do you want to be able to, you know, work part time? Do you want to work full time? Do you know just what are the things you want to be able to do with your life non-financially? Because those are the things that are important. And having a wealth map is defining that end goal, both in financial and non-financial terms, and then designing your business to allow you to reach those goals. So designing a business where if you want to work really hands-on with clients, if that is what lights you up inside, then you design a business that does that. If you don't want to work really hands-on, then we need to change course and say, hey, maybe you need to hire a team. Maybe you need to restructure your offers, things like that. But we need to be intentional about designing your business to reach your goals. Also, just in terms of profitability, one of the things that people ask me all the time is, how much should I pay myself? And my answer is always, it depends. It depends on a few things, including how much do you need to live personally? And how much do you need for, you know, other fun things that you want to invest in? or not invest in, but just spend your money on, whether that is travel or house upgrades or whatever that is. And then how much money you need to be able to contribute to investments so that you can build your wealth so that you can one day retire. So knowing the answers to those questions is important because it allows us to say, this is how much money your business needs to generate in profits. Because the profit is where you're going to say, hey, I'm going to take out my pay. I'm going to take out this cash for investing in this thing. I'm going to take out this cash to pay for our vacation, whatever that is. And then you have to figure out, okay, if this is how much I need in profits, then how much do I need to pay my business expenses? And how much revenue do I need having coming in the door? So ultimately, it's just a question of, you know, what is your money for? Again, knowing what the end goal is. And I ask this question a lot. And A lot of people can't tell me. They just look at me, you know, like a deer in headlights. They've never really thought about it. And so I would encourage you, if you haven't thought about what is the money for that you generate in your business, why are you here in the first place? Then sit with that for a little bit and just think about it. I think sometimes like being caught on the the hamster wheel of just constantly going and going and going is oftentimes I wonder if it's tied back to having an employee mentality where if you're an employee in a business somewhere, Um, of somebody else's business, of course, like you have to keep working to make a paycheck. And you have this mentality of if I spend less then I'm going to be able to save and therefore that's how I'm going to be wealthy one day. But you're not an employee anymore. You are a business owner. And so I would challenge you as you're thinking of your wealth map to get out of that employee mentality and just understand that the income that you have the potential to generate in your business is honestly limitless you can make as much money as you want. It just depends on whether or not you have a plan for how to make that money and then go and execute on that plan and understand it won't happen overnight. The last thing I want to say about this phase is I talk about, you will hear me talk about more in 2023, building a seven-figure investment portfolio. And I want to talk about what I mean by that. A lot of people, women especially, especially women who are married and their partners have, you know, a corporate salary and a 401k, they look at me and they're like, why do I need a million dollars? Why would I possibly ever need that much money in retirement? And I'll give you the short answer because, again, I will talk about this more in 2023. But with, you know, being able to retire means you have to have money built up in investments and or savings to be able to fund your life after you retire and after your cash flow stops coming in, 
And sometimes business owners will say, well, I don't want to leave my business. And I'm like, that's great. But sometimes you have to step back from your business. You don't have a choice in the matter. Maybe it's a health issue. Maybe, you know, you can't predict 20 years from now, maybe you are burned out. Maybe you don't want to do it anymore. Maybe you need to take care of family. So we need to be able to give ourselves the choice. And the reality is when you do the math of how much money you need, most people are probably going to need a million dollars or more in investments to fund retirement just with the rate of inflation. And especially if you want to retire early, so you need your money to last you longer. And so back to the whole idea of, you know, my partner works full time and has a 401k really fast. I can get on a soapbox about this, but I feel really strongly that women need to be able to take care of themselves. And I want you to ask yourself, would I be taken care of if something happened to my partner? And would his 401k go to me? Even if you think like we would never get divorced, like I feel I'm not trying to be a a downer at all. Even if you think that like, hey, we would never get divorced. What if you did? What if something happened and you're in your 60s and you get divorced and all of the assets, all of the retirement is in his name? Are you going to get a piece of that without having to go through all these like crazy legal proceedings? What if something happens to him and, you know, he's not around to make make money anymore? And so I think these are things that, again, I'm not trying to be a downer, but I'm just trying to be realistic about why I think it's so important for women to be able to take care of themselves. And so that means if you have a business, I want you to really think about what are the ways that I can personally start building up my own savings and my own investments using this cash flow that I'm generating. And then you can use that to fund your retirement. You can also use it to support your family. One of the things I did in 2022 that I'm the most proud of is that my business was stable enough for my husband to be able to quit his corporate job and go do his own thing. And so maybe your money can be used to do that. Okay. Women need money. We need more financial power. So phase two is building a money machine. And I don't, I don't love the word machine. It's just sort of had alliteration with like map and machine. So forgive me for that. But What I really mean is creating a business that generates cash flow that begins to do it independently of you being there day in and day out. So when we start businesses, a lot of us really create a job. We're self-employed, meaning if you stop working, the money stops coming in. So what if instead you start to design systems and processes that help you to keep your business running and you don't have to be in the day to day? That is the definition of a business. And it does take time. It does take work to get your business to that place. But why not start in 2023 putting those pieces in place so that you can get there one day? So to build this system that creates cash flow for you, you have to, number one, know what is working in your business and what isn't. And that means you have to dive into your numbers. This is one I think a lot of people stress about looking under the hood at their money situation because there's a lot of emotions that we tie to money. But we have to really like have the courage to look under the hood and tell and say, you know what, this didn't work. I'm going to own up to this and I'm going to try something different or, hey, this worked really well. Let me do more of that. So first we have to know what is working. I also really want you to think about whether your offers are actually profitable. So a lot of times, you know, profit is a buzzword. I see a lot of people in like sales and marketing talking about like, oh, this is a really profitable offer, but making sales does not make something profitable. An offer that is profitable is one where you bring in the sales and then you have to factor in all of the costs associated with delivering that offer from your team's time, 
your time as the CEO of the business, if you are doing any of the delivery of that offer, which many of us are, and we don't factor that in, any products or supplies and software expenses and anything like that, like what are the costs of delivering that offer? And is it really profitable at the end of the day? And is it profitable enough relative to the time and energy that you have to put into it and that your team has to put into it? And so we really need to make sure we look at your offer profitability and make sure that you're actually making money with each of your offers. Then we want to, since we know where we are, right? We know our numbers now, we know it's working. We know where we wanna go because we have built a map. Then it's about setting a plan and taking steps to, to go from where we are now to where we wanna go. So how do we create a plan and figure out a business model that creates higher profits? First and foremost, you need to have clear goals, including revenue goals. I've already talked about in phase one, knowing how much you need to be able to take out of the business. When you layer in your expenses, then that helps you back into what a sales goal needs to be. Meaning I need to have this much money coming in to fund all of the outflows that I want to have coming out of my business. And then we have to take it a step further and say, how do I reach this sales goal? Meaning how many clients do I need? And then how many leads do I have to get? How many sales calls do I have to get? How many people have to visit my website to buy or to convert to that many sales, right? We have to think about the pipeline goals and then take it another step. Say, what are the activities that you need to be doing or your business needs to be doing to generate those leads, right? So we need to get really intentional because I don't want you to say, hey, I'm going to make, you know, an extra $50,000 in Q1. And you keep doing the same things that you've been doing, which may or may not result in an additional $50,000. If you want to make more money, a lot of times we have to do something differently. Sometimes you have to do more of what you're doing, but then sometimes I think to scale your business to the next level, it's not so much about doing more, it's about doing it smarter and better. So we have to set those clear goals, not just for, for revenue numbers, but also numbers of clients that convert, numbers of leads, and then the activities, goals for the activities that get you to those leads. And then since we've talked about offer, offer profitability, we want to make sure that we restructure your offers if needed to make them more profitable. So that could mean that you raise your prices. It could mean you come up with a high ticket offer, or it could also mean, hey, maybe you are providing a craft ton of support at a low price point, and we just make the support more streamlined and more easy for you to sell more, right? There is no one best way. I think there's an opportunity for both of these types of options. I think we just have to sit down and figure out what works. I do pretty strongly believe that high ticket offers are the fastest path to more profits, but that doesn't mean that there's not a place for a low to medium ticket offer in your business. As long as the time and support and energy expenditure is worth it to you, okay? And then we also need to, the third thing, is identify what is your next best investment, meaning what is the roadblock? What are the one or two things that are right now preventing you from making more money from going where you are now to where you want to go. Usually there's only one or two things that are really causing you to not make more money. And so sit down and think from top of funnel, new eyeballs coming in all the way down through converting them to paying customers, serving your customers, right? All the way down until money gets in your pocket, where are things getting stuck? And that's where you need to focus in the short term. With the ultimate goal of creating, like I said, a business instead of a job for yourself, creating a business that allows you to continue making money, making more money 
but not having to work as hard because you were able to implement all of these systems, maybe hire some team members, pull yourself out of the weeds, but still have things run without you. That's the ultimate goal, right? That's what I mean when I talk about building a money machine. So that was phase two. The last phase is about scalable money systems, scalable financial systems, both in your business and in your personal life. So I want you to think about what are the systems that you need to be able to manage your money, to be able to prevent profits from leaking out of the business, and to be super clear on what you actually can afford at any given time. This is the part that a lot of people don't think about. We always set these goals, again, for an arbitrary revenue target, but we don't actually think about what happens to that money after it comes in the door. Because what, like what you do with that money, how you manage it, where you put it, that is what actually results in you being able to meet your goals of, I want to pay myself this much. I want to be able to invest this much. I want to be able to do these things for my family, so on and so forth. Okay. So some of these systems could be anything from implementing an accounting system so that you can keep track of your money. And it could be, you know, if you're a small, newer business, it could be just getting a spreadsheet template from somewhere online to maybe if you're like getting up close to six figures or more, you're like, hey, I can't do the spreadsheet anymore. Let me get some help with implementing some sort of accounting system that makes it easy for you to know where your money is. Okay. We also want to make sure we're managing cash. I have a whole podcast episode on how to use bank accounts, a bank account system to help you manage your money. So I really recommend you go listen to that one if you're like, if you have all your cash piled up in one main bank account and you just don't know what to do with it at any given point in time, go listen to that episode on the bank account system and we'll make sure to put a link in the show notes. I also personally use a cash forecast. So this is a really simple Google sheet where I have my current bank balance at the top and I list out you know, all of the ins and outs that I know are coming from sales that I have already under contract or, you know, Stripe deposits that are pending and expenses that I know are coming like team payroll, software subscriptions, the credit card payment, whatever, all the outflows that I know are coming. And I like to keep an eye on that over the next 30 days just to make sure that I'm not going to run out of cash. Whatever works for you. Some people actually use a system called or a software called You Need a Budget, YNAB. This is meant to be a personal finance software, but I know a lot of people, especially if you have a smaller business, will use this because it basically does what I just talked about, where it helps you to implement um, or give your money a job, which is what the bank account system is for. And then it also can help you. It doesn't do like traditional forecasting, but it helps you to plan for what your money is going to be spent on in the future, like with a forecast. Then we also need to make sure in your business, you are building up your savings and accounting for taxes. I actually forgot to talk about taxes in phase one. When we think about your plan for building wealth, we need to make sure we layer in tax advantage investments. Okay, so we'll add that back into into phase one. But in phase three, we think about managing your money on an ongoing basis. You need to make sure you're setting tax money aside and we're coming up on 2022 taxes. And I know some of you listening to this are probably going to end up with a big tax bill because you didn't make estimated tax payments throughout the year. And so this is your sign. Start setting tax money aside. I do 20 to 30% of my profits in my business. And that's what I tell clients to do. 
So that means I look at my numbers for the last month, I set aside 20 to 30% of the profit. So sales minus expenses that goes into a tax account. Okay. We need to make sure that you are building up your business cash cushion of one to two months of cash to cover your expenses, just in case something happens so you can keep paying the bills and then also making sure that you are saving for taxes. And then this is where we next start thinking about how can I use the cash in my business to actually build wealth? And so I put this in the financial systems part because we're talking about how do you allocate your money? And so in your business, if the purpose of the money in your business, which we talked about in phase one, if the purpose in part is to build up your personal savings and build up your investments, then this is where we need to make sure we do that. So you can you know, do anything from set up automatic transfers from your business account into a savings account if you want to just build up your personal emergency fund. Or maybe you want to buy some real estate and you need to save up for a down payment. You can funnel some cash over into a savings account. Maybe you want to start making um, investment contributions to an IRA. So you would first obviously need to go set up your retirement account. And then you can do anything from a one-time lump sum investment into that account. Or you can set up, you know, maybe a, a monthly contribution. I'd say it's better to do a monthly contribution of you know, $25, then not to make any contribution whatsoever. I just want to start building up the habit of making those investments. Okay. Like I said, you want to make sure you're allocating your business's cash to your personal investments based on whatever you decided, you know, your wealth plan is. So again, if you want to save for retirement, you're putting money there. One of the concepts that I teach inside of my programs is a wealth ladder. Basically, Starting at the basics, what are the things that you need to make sure you have covered, like your business cash cushion, like your taxes, like paying yourself regularly at a foundational level? And then once you have those foundations covered, then what are the next level things? And so the next level things tend to be making investments. So I like to see people at a minimum starting to make an IRA contribution. You can do $6,000. I think it's actually $6,500 is a limit for 2023. And so if you're not doing any other investments, that is a great one to start with because, you know, fully funding that is a lot of a lower hurdle than trying to put aside, you know, $50,000 for a, um, you know, business retirement account contribution. Okay. So starting with something simple like that, or setting money aside, if you want to buy real estate, like set the money aside to buy the real estate. Okay. And then we can layer in more and more complicated investments once you get past those sort of foundational things. But in general, I would say when you get there, you need to be working with a tax strategist and or a financial advisor to help you decide what those best investments are if you're not comfortable making those decisions on your own. But ultimately, the point is you are taking the cash from your business and intentionally investing that into your personal investments in addition to you know, having the money in your business to fund all of the ongoing expenses and whatever investments you need to make back into your business. So that is it. Those are the three phases that I use with clients to help them increase their profits and make more money and start building wealth from their businesses. So just to recap really quickly, phase one is creating a wealth map, meaning a plan for what your money is for in your to help fund your life goals, right? Phase two is building a business that is a money machine, meaning it's able to start, you know, generating cash flow 
without you having to be there day in and day out, you know, making sure everything's running. That's the ultimate goal if you want to build a true business that can run without you. And phase three, creating scalable money systems, whether that is making sure that you're able to afford everything in your business or going to the actual step of being able to make personal investments using your cash flow. So what I want you to do after you listen to this episode is step back and ask yourself, where do I need to start? Out of all three phases, you know, starting at phase one, answering the question, what is my money for and what is my plan? Okay, then taking that into phase two, what are the next things that I need to do that would actually move the needle towards my business making more money? And then in phase three, when I make more money, what in the heck am I going to do with it to make sure it goes where I want it to go? So after you listen and you think about what your next steps are going to be, I would love it if you shared the episode in your Instagram stories, give me a tag, tell me what your next steps are. I love to hear about what you guys pick up from these episodes and I hope this was helpful y'all. And I will see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Now I want you to go take some action. What's one thing you can do this week to create more profit in your business. Send me a DM on Instagram at youngcocfo and share your action item with me. If you have a question or topic you'd like me to dive into, or if you're feeling empowered about taking charge of your finances, let's continue the conversation. Go to profitandprosper.co to submit a question or topic for me to talk about on the show. And because we all profit and prosper better with friends, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe wherever you listen, and share the episode. Make sure you tag me at CFO on Instagram so I can give you some love, and I'll see you in the next episode.